P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it rock! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's a tape thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs> I'm always home, I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hey, Hoff fans. Welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, we're always ready to talk. Philip Seymour Hoffman films, or Philip Seymour Hoffman news, or whatever we do in these mid-months. Sometimes I don't even remember. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see how with these mid-months... Sometimes there's more news. Obviously, we talked a lot about uh, P.T. Anderson's next film, The Last Time, with, you know, the big news of, uh, oh boy, I'm already blanking on Phil's son's (laughs) names. I want to say Gordy so bad, I know that's his brother. No, that's his brother. Let's see. I think you have this. Throw out names. It's funny. Chris. No. Kenny. (laughs) <laughs> Kenny Hoffman, no. Uh, Phil Junior. Um, no, no, it's like a last name, first name. Oh, Cooper, yeah, because it's Bradley, because yes. it's Bradley Cooper, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cooper Hoffman, yes. <laughs> sorry, Coop. Sorry, Coop. Sorry, Coop. Yeah. <laughs> no new news on that, by the way. Haven't seen anything about that, but we're still waiting for it. I mean, there's a couple other things I wanted to talk about today. And usually when we do these mid-months, we're like, oh, we have a secret. What? Not a secret, but like a big reveal of what the next movie we're going to cover is. We know it's happiness already, guys. So we're doing it. You're making us do it. We're going to do it. So relax. <laughs> you have a gun to our heads. You're, <laughs> you're calling us on the phone, touching yourselves. It's, oh, very... <laughs> it's very... No, but again, like... It's a good movie. We're both excited to see it, but it's going to be weird to watch again. That's a movie we might have even said it on that episode, but that's a movie you kind of watch once, you know. That's how that's how I feel about it. Uh, but we're watching it again. That's what rewatches are. Yeah, and I mean, I know you had to order like the DVD or the DVD or Blu-ray. Yep, DVD. That we're going to be watching. Yeah, but I mean, I'm curious if there's any like special features on it at all or something. Maybe. I don't know. If I, I, Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But It's a long movie, so I don't know if we We watched it. All, all I know is, I guess this is what I'm saying, we watched it illegally for the initial episode with uh, our guest and pause. I'm not admitting to that on recording, but sure. That's just all how we could find I think at that point, like we couldn't even find it on DVD. Shh. No, we magically saw it. We didn't break the law. <laughs> well, either way, we did. So we didn't watch it on DVD. Uh, however, we watched it. So I'm just yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll be nice to watch it that way on like a big screen because I'm sure I just watched it on my laptop last time or something. So, for sure, let's talk some Hoffman news or things that are tangentially Hoffman related. We'll start with one of those. Uh, Billy Bean leaving the Oakland A's. A little sports <laughs> news for us, but 
It matters because Hoffman's in Moneyball. Yeah. And playing Art Howe. Yeah. And if you watch that movie, this hurts more than it maybe it should. You know, because he's about to quit and join the Red Sox. Should have just the left then, Billy. Should have just left. He didn't. Then. He wants to win a championship with Oakland. Flash forward to now. Never happened. Didn't happen. And rumor has it he's leaving the A's to join a business partnership with the Boston Red Sox owner that's not baseball related. So the guy he has the meeting with in Moneyball is going to be his business partner. Oh boy, I didn't know that part about it. How many, and how many, uh, as a Yankees fan, I should know, Red Sox, two or three championships since then? Three since then. Okay, moment. yeah. So, you know, could have had three rings, Billy. Well, who knows? Who knows? I mean, exactly. I, that could have yeah. been, could have, I don't know. I got nothing against Billy Bean, obviously. He just, he just, uh, as his daughter said, you're a loser, dad. You're a loser, dad. Exactly. Like that scene where he's in the truck, like, I'm just a little bit stuck in the middle. <laughs> Again, I always mention this, but I love it. It's always like a common Google question. People were like, did Billy Bean's daughter really write that scene? <laughs> no, movie magic. <laughs> other other Hoffman things I wanted to bring up. So, Kyle, this was interesting. I thought it was a bit flattering. And we've seen this come up a lot. But here's another person who, an actor today who's sharing... The wisdom of Philip Seymour Hoffman. So Ooh. I don't know. Have you heard of Jeremy Strong? Actually, the name sounds familiar. I'll have to look it up. Look at it. If you look up his picture, you're like, "Oh, I've seen this guy." I mean, he's in Succession, but now he's in uh, what's it called? It, it, uh, a Chicago Seven. Chicago Seven. Yes, I was like, "What is the name of that?" He's in Chicago Seven, so he's a hot name right now. And he said Hoffman's advice really helped him to play a real person because when Hoffman was playing, well, I guess Lancaster Dodd is not technically L. Ron Hubbard, but come on, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, He had given him advice and I want to get the exact quote. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking at the movies. He's been in the big short Molly's game. You love Jessica Chastain. Uh, Serenity. Joey loves that movie. That movie's garbage. Uh, <laughs> Zero Dark Thirty, another Jessica Chastain film. Yes, uh, Selma Lincoln, another fil- favorite film of yours. I feel like it's not a favorite film of mine, but uh, I do like it. The Big Short. Did I say that already? Um, yes, I like that one too. Yeah. So he's definitely he's you know in movies you enjoy and uh, collaborates with a- actors you like. So yeah, I'm not gonna say he's up and coming. He's not like you know Cooper Cooper Hoffman age or anything like no, that. No, he's just <laughs> he's just getting i don't know he's getting some good credits under his belt like or just yeah uh, you know just has been obviously some of the movies i've named are 10 years old now i think people are finally starting to know his name yeah i i think i mean succession won a lot at the emmys so i think that's a big part of it so so here's the quote that he said i remember having a conversation with phil hoffman when he was getting ready to do the master and I started going on and on about L. Ron Hubbard. And eventually, Hoffman was like, no, you're doing work as an actor to find the essence in yourself. You're not trying to play. You're not trying to do an impersonation. Because obviously, Chicago 7, based on a true story. And, you know, he really took those notes to be like, okay, I'm not going to impersonate. I'm just going to try to find the essence, as it says here. I don't know how else to describe it. But we know Hoffman played a lot of real people in his time. Mm-hmm. So, from Lester Bangs to, uh, what's his name? Well, L. Ron Hubbard, again, I don't know if that counts, but it does. 
But of course, what he won the Oscar for, Capote. So this is a man who knows his biopic, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, I know I we obviously released uh, Talented Mr. Ripley since this post, but uh, John Ortiz, you know, collaborator of uh, Labyrinth, good good friend of Philip Seymour Hoffman's, posted back on um, September twenty fifth about that it's been 10 years since uh jack goes boating the release of the film that is Mm. and i just i want to read a little something he says it was just told it's been 10 years damn 10 years since the release of a film which started as a play with my theater company labyrinth theater and was made by a tribe of lifelong friends in front of and behind the camera off uh, i'm sorry on stage and off I usually shy away from superlatives, but if I had to name my favorite all-time artistic endeavor, the journey of Jacko's boating from the first reading of the first draft of the play to the release of the film and the four years of everything in between has to be at the very top. I I rewatched it last year and was caught off guard when in the dark before the opening credits the first sound cue is heard it's the heartbreaking sound of phil breathing it crushed me the movie hadn't even started and i was already a mess we all know how brilliant an actor he was but he was also a brilliant director as an actor he left us with an outstanding body of work as a film director he left us with this one and if it had to be only one than one that was born from the theater and is ultimately about the complexities of human relationships is the perfect gift from an artist who threw every ounce of his being into his work. I was lucky to call him my scene partner. Jesus, this is long. <laughs> no, it's Sorry. A, one last, <laughs> this is the last sentence. I was lucky to call him my scene partner, my artistic collaborator, my brother, my friend, and I miss him so fucking much. I mean, great words, very powerful words. Yeah, that was just something. Uh, Jacko's boating. I mean, something that you and I maybe it's not our favorite Hoffman thing, but it was. De- it's definitely awesome to see, and I love John Ortiz in it. But what he's saying about the collaboration and going from play to movie with your friends, I totally get what he means. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, as everything is obviously subjective when it comes to art, but just. You know, you have you look at projects every once in a while. Let's go the I mean, it's not total opposite, but I mean, someone we've talked about on PSL of Hoffman, Adam Sandler. You look at his projects, and you just go, "This is a guy that's just like, even if you you know, I tr- I definitely don't try to hate on Adam Sandler, but yes, are some of his more recent movies." subpar to his early what i would consider like some comedic masterpieces yes but ultimately you just like look at it and kids find him funny and he's just a guy that's working with his friends having a bunch of laughs and the films still do well so he's obviously doing something right so point being with phil and this movie and just getting to work with his friends and first time directing. I'm sure he would have directed a uh, first time directing a, uh, a feature film, I should say. And yeah, I'm sure he would have directed another film again, if he didn't pass. Uh, Cause that's what only four years later he passes. 
so yeah, it's just uh, it you know it's it's sad in that sense, but I'm sure it was a a hell of a project to work on in all the facets, but specifically the the film itself and for you know just long buddies at that point just getting to show up on set and it's just such a different dynamic than obviously theater is so i'm sure it was a hell of a hell of a good time for sure for sure i mean that's great i didn't read that so we love john ortiz here so i mean again great hearing that in uh 10 years since that movie it's it's just interesting and sad to look back on but hey we uh you know we try our best here to maintain that legacy yeah i'm actually i uh to record this i I stepped away from there's the that documentary about the uh, white house photographer pete souza um and his whole thing is he's like i I consider myself a historian and uh while i'm not that uh, uh, he's not arrogant while i'm not trying to be arrogant i I feel like we're just doing a, a little bit of you know our podcast is in in the realm of history and just appreciation of such a tremendous actor our, our our love note as it's called ps i love hoffman that's that's what it is and more on the title of our show a little bit later but just want to uh bring something up kyle because you made me think of it so currently in salem doing a little uh safe and social distance uh halloween tour and uh our tour guide for something today was talking about Hocus Pocus, you know, that's a movie that's gotten a huge revival and very popular. It takes place in Salem here. But uh, she was like, oh, we were really hoping that Hubie Halloween would, would be a huge thing and we could do Hubie Halloween tours. But so far, the feedback has not been great. So <laughs> it just made me think when you mentioned Sandler, like that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. <laughs> I watched it. I liked it. It was, you know. But it's not cult enough where you would be like, oh, I want to go to Salem and do a Hubie Halloween tour. No, but I just, I mean, who knew that obviously Hocus Pocus would then be cult. But I get it. But, but, but that's also not your movie. But I'm like, hey, Kyle, do you want to go to uh, you know, Martha's Vineyard and do a Jaws tour? You're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. If you if you flood the market like Adam Sandler does, I think it's there's a much more rare chance of it becoming something of cult. The only chance I'd say, and this is so off topic, the only chance I'd say that, or maybe they thought it's a possibility, when you do make holiday films like that's that. That's true. That's true. Especially Halloween films. Like, there's that niche that you could maybe get, but who knows. I think it's too early to tell on that one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really quickly, we mentioned our title. I did want to give a semi shadow and a semi-huh kind of thing. Uh, while scrolling the internet... I found a blog all on Philip Seymour Hoffman films for a website called The Spool, thespool.net. The blogger, his name is Jonah Koslowski, and yeah, he writes about Philip Seymour Hoffman films. And on the one hand, we want more and more Hoffman content as if we're going to call ourselves torchbearers or people who are concerned or not concerned, but you know. We, we like to extend the legacy that we have to be happy about this blog. The title, though, a little bit suspect. <laughs> do, do you remember what it is, Kyle? Because I told you off air. Yeah, um, it's... W- w- I, I, w- what is it? P... No, it's not It's not the P.S., but it's... I love... It is. Oh, it is P.S. It's P.S. I, I love Phil Hoffman? 
It's PSH, I love oh, you. Oh, PSH, I love you. So close to our title. Come on, you can get more creative. Not that we were super creative, but like we we have years of head start ahead of this guy. So <laughs> come on, get a better title. But still, we're very supportive. We love it. I'd love to have him on the show. Uh, you know, I was thinking of reaching out to him because we clearly have a mutual love for Philip Seymour Hoffman. So, they, you know, I'm, I'm tongue in cheek when I say those things. But yeah, I mean, guys, check it out. No, I haven't done this in a while. You're on fucking alert. <laughs> it was you're on notice. Oh, on notice. Okay, sorry. <laughs> clearly, you haven't. I clearly haven't. <laughs> no, no, no. But we're happy yes. with it. The articles are really good. Yeah, uh, it's a di- it's a different number one different medium. Number two, it, if it, it was a podcast, I'd be pissed. If it was a podcast, but also, I mean, we we don't have it. The name is not copyrighted, so. <laughs> No, no. But in all seriousness, you know, great articles, so check them out. Uh yeah. So anything else you want to say, Kyle? I guess stay uncool. No, I didn't mean to that. <laughs> I mean you could end it if you want. I figured but, uh, I'd throw it out there in case that's what was be <laughs> being thrown out there, but no. Uh anything. I didn't else? know if you had another since you since you brought the John Ortiz thing to the table, I didn't. I didn't want to cut you off if you had a, another potential article. No, that 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 reading was longer, more more than my comfortable <laughs> amount of of reading and speaking. So then, check us out in two weeks. We're watching Happiness together. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be weird watching Happiness with another person. But uh, <laughs> you know, we're looking forward to that. And you can catch us here on CageClub.me or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple podcasts i was gonna say google play but no now it's google, google yeah google podcasts thank you i i made sure to let let the foodies out there know that on foodie films so uh yeah spotify and stitcher and yeah like you said you have another show i have another show and you could check those out at cageclub.me as well and your other show kyle is foodie films mm-hmm. correct yummy 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 <laughs> and my other show of course is high school slumber party where i talk about high school and teen films check those out as well but most importantly check out all our hoffman content we have a bunch of episodes now more episodes than anyone else has on philip Seymour hoffman i guarantee that um and it's been a blast doing it and i can't wait to talk happiness and now kyle do you have anything anything left to say at this point i said it already so i kind of want to hear you say it no i'm not i'm not <laughs> breaking that on this mid-month episode okay this is when we do that you're gonna do the intro and i'll do the all right so brian you stay on cool ha fans you stay on cool as well okay cool so Sex a thing, sex a thing, you, I believe.